Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, I hope you got lots of chocolate Easter eggs if that's your thing. And uh, yeah, well, let, let's do, we've had a long weekend here in the UK, much of which has been very, very sunny. Uh, but all I have in my head is a song called Thank You Baked Potato. <laughs> thank you big potato everybody's got thank you big potato it's great Rachel have you not heard of it no where's this come from ah well well I tell you what so first of all tell it to, to hold that thought for a minute because it'll come back a little bit of suspense because it's probably all the suspense we got on the show tonight um, but how are you doing Rachel hey um yeah I unfortunately no easter eggs couldn't find an easter egg for love no money in uh, uh, in Liverpool, unfortunately, well, round where I am, anyway, where round where I'm allowed to go. <laughs> um, I know Easter eggs, not even a little mini egg, and sadly, so uh, so yeah, that was a bit sad. But uh, all is not lost. Um, Adam made me some waffles, so I had those with some ice cream. So that's all good. Ah, um, uh, waffles so, yeah. are good. Yeah, exactly. Well, because we missed Pancake Day as well, so uh, <laughs> um, missing all the treat treat holidays uh this this year uh so it was a bit of a combination of both i think actually it was actually quite lovely um so yeah got to enjoy some waffles and some chocolate ice cream rather than chocolate eggs but uh it was all good and uh and you know i just realized that uh this weekend has been is my three-year anniversary of starting with the podcast is it really Happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Cool, yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Uh, And thank you guys very much for for having me here for three years. My goodness. Well, thank you very much for carrying us for three years. (laughs) (laughs) We did not expect this, did we, when we started out? I remember the conversation with you, Aid. You rang me, and I remember standing in the kitchen and having that conversation with you on the phone um, when you rang me up and were like, so we're thinking we might want to, you know, bring in another host. And I was like, what? Okay. So, yeah. And and still three years later, here we are. How crazy is cool. that? Cool. Excellent. Well, I didn't I didn't know that. That is, that is a nice thing to celebrate, hmm. isn't it? Yes, definitely. It definitely. And Graham, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Very well. Yeah. Um, it's been, uh, as you said, it's been a long weekend for many people. I think it's three weeks now this weekend's lasted <laughs> for quite a few people. Um, uh, but for me, not quite so much. But I've had the last couple of days off, which has been oh. very nice. Um, it, it's definitely true. I think I certainly have appreciated my two days off more than most people have appreciated this continuing weekend of not being able to go out of the house. Um, uh, so, no, that's been very nice. I did get an Easter egg. Um when Sinead had to do the big shop last week, she did buy me, uh, me an Easter egg and herself an Easter egg no. as well, <laughs> which is the only reason I got one. Um, so that's pretty good, yeah. Uh, um, it's a ch- peanut butter, <gasps> Reese's peanut butter Easter egg. I know, I know. That is the sound of jealousy. <laughs> Sorry, <Rach. laughs> Just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> wow. I bought, on the Easter egg front and, and peanut butter front, I bought for Sinead, um, God, it must be a couple of years ago, he said it was an, a peanut butter filled Easter egg, and it literally was like an Easter mm. egg, just solid filled <gasps> with peanut Good butter. Grief, that must have been so heavy. <laughs> it was quite weighty. <laughs> it was. You pick up a jar. It was something. It was certainly and something. I've, I've just so. realised actually when we had our um, uh, show with uh, Michelle and Matt from Ilford last week, 
uh, and we were chatting with them. Um, we, we, you'd set up a, a little WhatsApp group for us to discuss before before the show, and I noticed that the icon was was a jar of marmite, and I was like, why is why is the you know the icon a jar of marmite? Are we <laughs> do our listeners love us and hate us in equal measure? Is that <laughs> is that what that was suggesting? <laughs> Um, and Graham tells me that no, in fact, it was what was it? Fancy, fancy marmite, right? Yeah, no, it's a jar of peanut butter with marmite in it. How uh, is that? It's um, the the ultimate in um, lazy fanciness because yeah, I mean, peanut butter and marmite is already the greatest spread combination that there is out there, and you can now just buy peanut butter with that marmite seems in, which is crazy amazing to me. But I, I was kind of like, that seems mad, but wow, interesting. Uh, and you obviously love it, don't you, Graham? Um, yeah, that's fun. why I said it's the icon for the group. How- <laughs> the best picture I had in my gallery. <laughs> Turns out Michelle and Matt However. both hate it. So uh, it was actually quite... Um, uh, what's the word? Controversial. Yes, controversial. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> what do you do if you love Marmite but hate peanut butter? You get out. Is what right, you do. Bit, uh, all right, <laughs> you well, throw yourself which, off a which canyon. one of you wants to, to take on the show then? Because I, I don't like <laughs> peanut butter at all. Oh, God. Hey, it's, uh, so far, it's the only thing that's been known to stop the coronavirus is oh, peanut God. butter. That might not be true. <laughs> but, <laughs> None of these facts but, are true. <laughs> but I've been eating peanut butter and I'm not dead yet. So, you know, A to B to C. It, yeah, well, yes, mar- marvellous. Right, let, let, let's, let's, go back, <laughs> let's go back to baked potato, shall we, for some peanut actual facts. <laughs> so, so can I actually? I can tie this in. Actually, aid. I've tried bake. I've tried peanut butter in numerous combinations. The only thing that I found that peanut butter doesn't go well with, instantly, anybody with a delicate stomach turn away now, um, is peanut butter with tuna. Oh, I tried that on the baked potato once, and it wasn't that, great. That yeah, doesn't all right. Me. Okay, baked potatoes, <laughs> baked potatoes, baked potatoes. <laughs> right, Rach. Yes, yes. You, I'm, I'm sure uh, you know of the comedian Matt Lucas. Okay. Okay, L- Little Britain, bald oh, guy, yes, very yes, funny. Yes, 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 Little Britain, yes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, of course, is locked down like everybody else mm-hmm. is, and, and he has written a song called Thank You Baked Potato, which is all about <laughs> washing your hands and only going to grocery stores and keeping a distance from people and so on and so forth. Oh, I see. And so he's got this little pop song. It's, it's, it's not a pop song, it's just a little ditty, really. It's, a, it's only just over a minute long. Um, and he's got a little animated video on YouTube. If you go to Matt Luce's YouTube account, um, uh, it, it is it is there. Um, and not only that, but he's been doing duets with people. Uh-huh. So he's got sort of yeah, uh, remotely over uh, over a video link, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and so he's got a remote. He's got a, a duet with um, Rick Astley singing this song. <laughs> he's got you a duet with, with uh, Gary Barlow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, and of course, uh, it it's it's it it sticks in your brain, doesn't it, I Graham? See. <laughs> well, the weird thing was, so I heard Sinead listening to this, and I was like, I recognise this. Is this song, on YouTube then? But this is all weird. And um, then Sinead said, "Oh, it's." She explained what it was. Like, oh, okay, so Matt, because it was originally it was a song that he wrote for. Mm. Um, Shooting Stars, wasn't it? His, when he was playing George oh. Dawson's oh, Shooting was it? Stars. It was just some insane, not particularly about washing your hands and all that stuff, but the Thank You Baked Potato, that's where it first appeared and he's um, yeah updated. So once I heard that Matt Lucas was involved, I was fully on board because I, I love Matt Lucas and he's pretty fantastic. So um, yeah, it's it's great. And hearing Rick Ashley sing Thank You Baked Potato yeah. was 
a weird moment <laughs> in my day, but sure, I'll take it. I see. Oh, so is this is this all over the social medias and things? Is that why I've missed it? Because I've obviously I've not really been around on social media recently. <laughs> Rachel's isolating herself from all things that are spreading virally, not just uh, the coronavirus. Also <laughs> that that has a, that's a natural effect, though. I think because I'm just you know I, I've been at home now for three and a half weeks, I think, and uh, since just before all the schools shut, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I I'm, I'm looking at my phone and thinking I don't want to pick up my phone. I don't want to know. I don't want to be bothered by messages. I don't want to do social media and, and what have you. So, so I, I'm with you, Rach. Actually, it's uh, yeah, it's overrated, isn't it? I mean, I think the internet is much better as a as a one way thing, right? Where you just you know talk and record and then just broadcast. I think that's definitely my preferred interaction <laughs> with the internet is is to on transmit. <laughs> push to talk <laughs> yeah i don't think you're far wrong there uh, i don't think i don't think the situation is helping our social skills as a species that's for sure um i don't know um uh, I, <laughs> i'm i'm talking to my neighbor a lot more she's she's a a lovely lady she's been she's been our neighbor for all the time we've lived in this house which is 12 years now 12 and a half years something like that uh, she's a lovely lady, but she's on her own and she's in the age bracket to be very vulnerable and she's completely self-isolating. So um, I was talking to her over the fence the other day and she said to me, do you use rhubarb in your house, Adrian? I said, well, occasionally. <laughs> and she'd been growing some... A very personal you know, question. Uh, she'd been growing some rhubarb. She she grabbed uh, some sticks of rhubarb out of the ground, handed them to me over the fence. And I said, oh, thank you very much. She is. And and uh, and then the, the following day, um, Ellie and Emma made some crumble and uh, took the crumble round to took her a portion of crumble round. Yeah. Uh, that was a little, individu- little individual pie tin of crumble. It was lovely. Yeah. It was a rhubarb crumble. That was the first, like, bake, baked good that I made at school. Dropped it on the way home, didn't I? Oh, no. <laughs> My mum never got the rhubarb crumble. <laughs> it was the saddest thing ever. I was very, very upset. I think I was about four. <laughs> Why do all of your stories have to end in tragedy, Rachel? <laughs> it's not like a, you know, an aim. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just reminded me because you were talking about how lovely, you know, a lovely moment with your kids making this lovely rhubarb crumble. <laughs> I was like, that was what I could have had. It didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> well, to be fair, it wasn't did. me that did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. not much of a cook. Even even for crumble, I think it'll probably be a bit beyond me. But there we go. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, well, I'll tell you, there's a nice segue into some actual photography chat, isn't it? Because I did make something this week. I made a photo album. Yes, you sound very productive. I'm very excited to hear. Well, I was on a really a boring album. corporate call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> did you make this during the course of the corporate call? Yeah, I just <laughs> went on. I just went on mute and started shifting That's through amazing. photos. That's amazing, really. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that not a thing that everybody does? <laughs> not, not necessarily. It's really hard in my job. I'm just going to put this lawnmower on mute and sort through my. Yeah, phone. okay. So fair, fair point, fair point. I do. This, this was a. Um, uh, I, I don't think any of, of the people that I work with listen to this podcast, but the, this was a. This was a particularly dull external thing that I had to listen into. And, and you can't do any work because I can't you, you can't work on other stuff because then you're not following the conversation because it's the same part of your brain. So instead, you uh, thought you'd do a photo album. 
<laughs> well, I looked at so I didn't do it all okay. during the. I, I I did almost all of it, but I, it was because looking at pictures, I find is a different part of my brain, and therefore I can still pay attention to the conference call, and at the same time. I can do something else, but I can't do other work because I lose track. And then somebody will go, yeah, what do you think about that? And Adrian and I'll go, uh, which is kind of I've got a pretty photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, interesting. So, yes. So this is a photo album of my summer holiday last year in France. So oh, it's all Instax. It's Instax Square stuff. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll play it to you. That was very tuneful. It very sounded nice like tune. a potato. <laughs> well, I think it was. I've got a brand new combine harvester by the Wurzels. Actually, I think I recognise that. Did, did Did you see any combine harvesters when you were in France? Um, no, I don't think I did. Actually, well, at least not that I recall. Might have done. Remember seeing a lot of rivers. Um, the uh, uh, what's the the the, the Rhone, uh, the Dordogne, uh, all sorts of rivers we saw. They seem to be everywhere. There's one called um, the Seine, isn't there? Uh, yeah, we didn't go there though. Um, so uh, I, I know it's the sun. Just in case anybody was, <laughs> I've just uh, realised people okay. might actually take me seriously. <laughs> I didn't want to call you out on that, Rach, because then I'd have had to edit the program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't realise that I'd done such a good joke and, and has such a good poker face um, of audio. Of course. Yes. Yes. Poker voice. That poker I was, voice. <laughs> I was joking. No, uh, good. Well, I'm glad you were joking, but uh, um, so, but I didn't dare call you out on it, <laughs> just in case. Just in case, you know, we're one team here. We'd be supportive. Who don't cut each other's feet out from under us? So uh, yeah, it was interesting. Actually, it was good to go through photos that I took. Well, it was August last year, July and August. So when was how long ago is that? It was about nine months ago, eight nine months ago, uh, when we were allowed out to go see different stuff. And uh, and it was hot and sunny. Um, and uh, yeah, it was great, actually. It was really nice to go back and look at those. Um, I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd, I'd tell you what I would like some advice on, though. If anybody knows of a, uh, a good quality photo album for Instax Square, I mean, the one I've got isn't bad, but the the uh, the enclosures that you slide the the photos into, uh, uh, I mean, yes, of course, there has to be yeah, they have to have see through plastic, and by its definition, that will be reflective in some way. But these seem to be unnecessarily reflective, <laughs> so at times it's actually difficult to see the photographs, even even though they're in a photo album. So if anybody has any uh, any, um, and, and it's got no brand on it, this, so I'm not, I, I can't I can't say which brand it is or anything. It's probably just the cheapest one I could find on. Amazon or eBay or something like that. So if anybody's got any uh, tips for good uh, photo albums for Instax, um, then uh, I would be very pleased to hear about those. I guess what I would probably do would be to use um, photo corners and um, just have them kind of like on each page with photo corners around each of the physical photos rather than in like the plastic sleeve kind of thing. Mm. Um, that would probably be the way that I'd, I'd tackle that because you're not going to get reflection then at least. Um, but I don't know if that's the sort of thing you would want to do. Is that too far onto the edge can of I do it, craft? Can I do it on a conference call? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead easy. You literally just peel the, the corners off the, off the um, like sticky sheet stick them um on each corner of your photo place it in the center of a uh, page in a book mm. i it, it is a i do think it is a 
like that's the primo way to display photos. I think the, because you've got nothing between you and them then, and and yeah, I do think it shows them off beautifully. But it, the thing that always um, I always say bothers me because uh, I'm um, not terribly precise. Making sure you get them lined up properly because <laughs> that's on you then, isn't it? Making sure they're square and stuff. Unless you just don't worry about that. I mean, you know, with uh, Instax stuff, you could just kind of they don't have to all be in uniform little rows. You could have some fun and put them at jaunty yeah. angles and. Right, kapow and biff and stuff like that around them, if it's appropriate. I mean, I don't know whether it will be on the holiday in front. Hopefully not, unless you got into any bar fights. Um, You're right, but, look kapow uh, and yeah. la biff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think Rachel's idea is is the if you can be bothered to go to the effort of doing it, that's definitely the way to go because um, they look great. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good tip. I mean, I have heard of photo corners, of course, but I confess it didn't occur to me in the slightest because I have so little experience of making photo albums. Um, it, it just didn't even occur to me. Um, uh, so maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll have a look at that, see what I can do. Because of course these are just sliding in and out pockets, so I can always mm. just slide them out and put them somewhere else. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, you know, you can, I mean, the idea with the photo corners is that they'll hold them in place, but you can obviously take the image out and put a different one in as well. So in yes. terms of that, that would still work in, in exactly the same way. It just depends on how you like to physically interact with the with the photos, you know, and some people prefer to have them obviously, you know, um, nicely covered with the plastic and, and what have you, make sure that they're all kind of like safe and not going to get damaged. Um, but I think for me, I prefer the like tactileness of going. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I prefer not different. to to I prefer not to I don't know stick them in the toaster or anything like yeah. that. But <laughs> but but they are just things, aren't they? Yeah. At the end of the day, so I, I I'm not particularly precious about photos. Um, the other nice the other nice thing with using the photo corner way is that you can make it more of like a scrapbook because you can have different size media in there. Because obviously you set the dimensions for whatever you want to be, so you put other stuff in there with them either other pictures um or you know if you've got tickets or memorabilia or something like that from your holiday you can also include that in with it using the photo frames and um just make it you know, more of a kind of journal thing that's a good point just a, a that must be thing. especially so, yeah, good on fun. family photos because then when you ultimately fall out with somebody in a feud you can cut them out of the photograph <laughs> and you can get some fresh corners and just paste the photograph back yeah. into the album so 90s Exactly. It's 90s Photoshop. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. Get the scissors yes. out. <laughs> well, yeah, I blame I blame Thelma and Louise. But there you go. Uh, a bit, having been uh, of, a, of a certain young age in the in the late 80s, early 90s, and then through the Thelma and Louise phase, there was a lot of, at the same time that all the girls were being very, very radical and getting their belly buttons pissed, they were always, prote- they were always posing for what they called Thelma and Louise shots. Which, of course, in those days were with disposable film cameras and um, and nobody had ever heard the word selfie. Today, we just think of that as selfies. But in those days, it was a Thelma and Louise shot. Um, I've never seen Thelma and Louise, don't I have me. Um, okay. Sorry. If somebody said to me, oh, it's a Thelma and Louise shot, my assumption would be they've taken a picture of themselves as they yeet their car off a cliff. Which seems like, I mean, very well, much more a disposable or less. Yeah, camera. I mean, it's close sense. enough, yeah. both of those things happen in the same film so that'll do yeah <laughs> okay cool good good I, i'm not going to take a thelma and louise selfie because um we haven't got any cliffs around here for one thing we have a small hillock which would be significantly less impressive yes and you're probably not being chased by brad pitt either um 
well, not at the moment because we're on lockdown. But I tell you, when, when we're not, I I have to watch myself because he's a bugger. That you know, guy. I was worried that we might not have enough um, photography stuff to talk about for this show. Uh, it just shows me how wrong I was. Well, if if it's, it's, it's you know like when you say with people who say things like um, you know Die Hard is a Christmas movie in the same way Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Thelma Louise is a, is a movie about photography. Oh. That makes me That's, want to watch it. No, listen, we have to move on. You've now, not seen it. going to be a bigger fight than there was about Graham. peanut butter. Uh, no, but I've seen Die Hard, which I know is a yes. Christmas movie because it's set at Christmas and there's a Christmas tree and yeah. Christmas music. So listen. Yes. I have to say that when always, people when people is, say that Die Hard is, they, they, what's your favourite movie, Christmas movie? Oh, it's Die Hard. And, so, and half the people say it to be fun because it's like hardcore and everything like that. Have these people never seen Bad Santa? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Because do you not like that movie? <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. Why don't I... you like Bad Santa? No, he's it's horrible. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we but, seem to have gone slightly off. There's a lot of controversial topic. opinions but, but, going. But, but, but Bad Santa, Bad Santa is amazing. Everybody should watch it. Nah. Die Hard. Or okay. Right. Should we yes, move back onto the That's what I was trying. Stuff? I was very, I was very much trying to bring us back into, uh, yeah, into the realms of what I suppose we should be talking about. Which is AIDS' so photo album. Yeah, did you finish it? Did you? F- uh, yes, yes, I did. Thank you. It's um, it's it's good, and I gave it to my family members, and they looked at it and went, "Oh, yes, we went on holiday." <laughs> and uh, yes, we did. And these are some of the things that we did while we were on holiday. Now they they liked it actually, and uh, uh, it's nice to have a photo album. Everybody said they liked it to have a, an actual photo album, so that's cool. That's good. That sounds very productive. I've actually been quite um. Today I've been quite productive. Mm. Well, for me, I've been quite productive. I've done three photographic-related things today. Just today? Yeah. Just today, Rach. Just today. So the first thing I did... um, Now, you know... uh, you want to know how cool I am? I am three weeks late turning up to the FP4 party. Um, so actually, got my... that is one thing that I did see on social media. Paul from Analog Wonderland also posted um, some photos of him saying, am I too late for the FP4 party? <laughs> he, he posted those, I think, yesterday and today. So there you go. So you're not the only one. Oh, no, but what terrible company to be in. <laughs> Tell us about what you've been uh, well, to then. Well, so yeah, so I developed my role of FP4 today. Um, I was oh, he so, was out shooting it. So you know, th- you're, you're way ahead. <laughs> oh, he was he was out shooting it before the forbidden lockdown happened. He's even slower <laughs> than I am. Um, so there's a couple of things with this. The first one, I haven't scanned them yet. I've got them here waiting to be scanned. Um, I took a tip. So when we met up um, for the Tanky McQuan shot screening, Gosh, can uh, you I was talking. <laughs> when that I, happened, yeah, I know. Back in the day, we used to be able to like yeah. talk in person. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen. Unfortunately, one day it'll happen but again. Um, the nice thing is uh, that you've got some photos from when that happened, right? Uh, I like two. I think I took. It was a meetup. You don't take pictures. I don't take pictures of a meetup. Any, anyway, when I was at this meetup. Um, I was talking today with Alan, who was um, shooting FB4 then, and he, I'm trying to remember what he was pushing it to. I think he was pushing it to 400. Um, and I said, why are you shooting FB4 at 100? Why not just shoot HP5? And he said, well, I just, it, I like the way it looks more, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I thought, well, I'm going to be inspired by David and give it a go. So I've shot this ISO 400 which I've not done before, and developed in HG110. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking for... They look... They certainly look like punchy eggs. Punchy um, eggs. There's definitely some punchy eggs. There's punchy <laughs> egg eggs. Um, uh, 
and um, I also I tried because I shot this with uh, my Nikon was it um, uh, F301 which is my um, uh, more um, sort of uh, semi-automated one it's a bit more modern um, and I was using a zoom lens and like nobody ever uses zoom lenses but uh, Alex Purcell gave me this zoom lens when he gave me the camera and he said look you, you're having this camera on the condition that you at some point use this zoom lens with it so like, okay I'll take it out and give it a go and I had a go at doing um, some zoom burst shots with it um, which might horrify What's some people um, sorry so no 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 don't apologize Rach um, so a zoom burst is a shot where basically you focus on the thing you want to take yeah. a picture of and you set the um, you know aperture fairly high uh, so you can have a fairly slow shutter speed and then as the shutter is open you zoom in or zoom mm. out so that you've uh, got this whoosh okay. effect going in it's like um, the so, yeah, people t- effect but presumably you see the the motion blur yeah yeah exactly yes um and hopefully because most zoom lenses um oh i say most i don't know actually but like certainly on this one when you focused on something when you zoom in you stay focused it's just the magnification changes so in theory you end up with something that's kind of vaguely in focus but everything i mean that's the theory and then you get like anyway. a tunnel of like, so motion blur towards it or away from it that kind of thing okay. yeah absolutely mm. um and it's a technique that i haven't mucked around with i mean i've never mucked around with it very much but i haven't mucked around with it since probably the earlier days of me shooting digital when zoom lenses were about the only thing that i had and shots were disposable and i was on smug mug looking at some of my old pictures or somewhere maybe on my own computer and i found a picture of a tree that i took i quite like this it's kind of like this weird spooky looking thing and because it was taken um, late at night or late in the evening so the light levels were slow enough to get a really long shutter seed and I thought, i'm going to give this a go again so um I'll scan those in and see how they've turned out. I'm, I'm not sure that black and white film is the best for doing it, but it might be. But um, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. But it's just quite fun to try a different technique. And considering, as I said, most of us have got a zoom lens kicking around that you just probably got with some other camera when you bought it or ended up in a job lot of lenses, and we never use them. And there is this technique that you can only do with zoom lenses. It's like, well... Next used to go and never play with that. So that sounds lots of um, fun and so, and very creative. I have to say, you know, you've you've yeah, taken well, something like I said, well, that you wouldn't not normally necessarily be using and and uh, and tried something different with it, something specific and different. So that's really cool. Very nice. Well, it might be. We'll see what the results are like. Did you have fun um, going? The other thing, look at my zoom lens. <laughs> wee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, you know, I, you got to do what you got to do. I made a cyanotype today hey. um, because the sun was shining. There's my garden is a summer garden, and I looked. There's nothing here. There's like just no raw materials at the moment, so I'm struggling a bit with that. Um, but I thought, well, I'm, I want to do something, so I did make one. Just I. All I had was some very strappy grass-like leaves, so I just kind of made a very simple pattern with those. They don't never want a lie flat. Was that, was that the that. most gardener ever excuse? My garden's a summer garden. <laughs> Ooh, can't do anything is, in spring or yeah, winter. Yeah, it's just having a bad garden day. I, yeah. I can't do anything with it. <laughs> Sinead was horrified, actually, because... Um, 
So there's essentially no flowers in my garden at the moment, uh, except for in one patch. There were some bluebells coming up, and I was out there with Sinead yesterday doing some Ooh. watering, and I just grabbed these bluebells no. and tore them out of the ground. I don't blame her. <laughs> she was like, that with you. <laughs> the thing is, there was, a, there was a good reason. Okay, there was a good reason. So these bluebells had seeded themselves in... Uh, where an agapanthus is growing mm. and kind of got in the roots, and they're Spanish bluebells, Ooh. which are absolute yeah, thugs and yeah, weeds of plants. Gonna, yeah, they're going to take over, aren't they? Do they, yeah, do they fish in our waters exactly. or something? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, come over here and <laughs> eat our worms, and I don't know what they do. But anyway, they're a real. They are a pain in the neck. I know them well enough to know they're a pain in the neck, so I yanked them out and just left the agapanthus there to um, keep doing its thing. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's kind of nothing. You know, there's ferns that are starting to get moving now. My tree fern is starting to show signs of growing, um, although I haven't got a piece of paper big enough to put the fronds of my tree fern fronds on. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so is, that was my is, is your, is your garden thing. not flowering early though? Like, because um, bells are usually I, May, aren't they? Oh, our our um, tree peony is flowering today, and that's about a month earlier than usual. Really, uh, it's been very warm and sunny, hasn't it? But um, but no, there's not most of the stuff that flowers in our garden is is because I think largely because of when we planted it last year, it was summertime, and um, so we just kind of got stuff that looked nice then <laughs> from the gardens where I work. <laughs> like yoink, I'm having this because um, yeah, there's quite a lot People of people paid to come and steal parts garden. of their plants then. I, I like to think of it as um, making room for their other plants to grow into. <laughs> it's a service I provide. You've got a whole bank uh, of so, these yeah. gardener excuses lined up. I love it. It's great. Oh, Why have oh, we yeah, never yeah. talked about this Absolutely. before? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing, and I actually got quite a shock because when, when I left the escape room to pop round, it's dark outside because the outside light's not working. And I thought there was a ghost in the garden. Uh, it wasn't a ghost. It was just Ronald with the sheet <laughs> over his head lurking in the garden. <laughs> but it did, did you leave jump him for a there? second um, bec- I, I, he has he, I mean I will bring him in tonight but he's currently sat in the garden yes lurking um, because I took a couple of pictures of uh, Will Sinead's son because I wanted to have a go um, at trying to practice with the Ilford Direct Positive mm-hmm. Paper so I made Will uh, come a model for that and in the spirit of um, last week when I developed a roll oh no some sheet film in some paper developing chemicals this week I thought I'm going to have a go at developing this paper in some film developing chemicals um, so I developed the, the uh, direct positive paper in some HC110 um, with uncertain <laughs> results um it took a lot longer. That's defo true. It took much, much longer. Um, so very much the inverse of developing a film in Paper Developer. Um, but I think Ronald might be leaking light, like oh, a no. dear. from somewhere. Uh, it's fine. I can figure out where it is. And it's Ronald. It's also not the most... Um, but, yeah. So somebody, somebody else had... Uh, I saw that somebody else had posted um, a really lovely photo... Uh, that was also on direct positive paper. So I think a few people have been out experimenting with that this week. Was it Paul Bullock, maybe? Possibly. I don't know if, mm, you, if you'd if you seen an, anything, Graham. I know, yeah. No, no, I haven't. Well, it, it might have been Paul. I'm either giving him credit for something that somebody else has done, or if if not, if it was you, Paul, it was lovely. A really nice shot of uh, bird bath um, and a bit of, bit of garden as well. It was just look really nicely done. Um, I... I assume sort of like four, four by five. I assume it was five by four, like um, large format. 
Uh, is that what you were mm. shooting, um, or did you cut it down? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, because the thing is that um, the direct positive paper has a bit of a reputation for being quite yes, contrasty, yeah. so it can be, um, and so that's why I thought, well, I'm going to try it. Also, I had some actually one to next up. I'm not going to lie; it was also different. <laughs> well, this is here, um, but I know that NASA last year was doing some experiments with using some different paper, some different film developers to try and just even out the tone curve a bit in that and paper negatives in general so um, and it seemed to do it, it's hard to judge because the light leak mm. kind of messed up the top of it but where it wasn't messed up by the light leak it did seem better mm. so um yeah i need to work on that more but I, I, what i'll do is i'll probably just get the intrepid out and um try that because that's probably less likely than ronald is and also less five tons than ronald is so um but yeah so that's been my productive day. Very nice. Do you think speaking. you'll be able to fix Ronald's light leak? Do you know where it is or what's causing it or what you'll need to do to make it better? Oh, probably. When I bought Ronald, um, in the bag that he came in was a long roll of thin black yeah. tape, <laughs> uh, which has obviously been used to patch him up before. Um, and the lens was... Um, the the, lens, the inside of the lens mount had been painted with thick black paint. Uh, again, I assume, to stop light from squeaking. Caused no end of problems um, when Alex and I had to try and get that lens off the lens board because the paint had just got into the thread oh, and jammed right. it up completely. Yeah. Um, and it was an absolute nightmare. It took <laughs> three hours with rubber gloves, which is not a way you want to spend an evening with a friend. Um, I mean, well, it's not a way I want to spend an evening with a friend. Your mileage may vary. Um, but, uh, yeah, getting it off there was a nightmare and I, I had to take a wire brush and scrub it clean before I could even use it again. But isn't this how um, you rectionate uh, washing up gloves? <laughs> Yeah, yes, that's correct. It. Yes, that is. <laughs> yep. I have a mind for these things. <laughs> yeah, for my misdemeanors, thanks, Rich. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm sure I can find where mm. the light leak is. Well, it, 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 it's either going to be in the bellows. Mm. the The light leak does seem to be. Um, the top of the image. It, well, so it's on the top of the image. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it could be the bellows. Or it could be sneaking in somewhere from the lens plate. I'll have a look and figure out. If, if there's always electrical tape, I'll just tape everything up. That'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it it looks a bit too even and broad across to perhaps be in the bellows. But it could just be a big hole. It's been a long time since I've mm. used Ronald, so um, more work needed with that one. But still, it's fun to get him out yeah. and play with him. The only problem when shooting portraits on four by five is that thing of when you have to sort of take the film and put that in and stop looking through the mirror and say do not move your head backwards or forwards one centimeter because if you do you're out of the plane of focus and trying to get people i mean will actually was very good um being a teenager he did a good job of surlily <laughs> not moving so he nailed that <laughs> for me um but yeah it's it's tricky I, I would love to hear actually from people who um regularly do portrait work with 4x5 or 8x10 um, what techniques you use to make sure that you do get people in focus because um, you can you, you can focus through the, the lens at the back whilst you're looking through it but the moment you step away everybody moves a bit you know you, you're just swaying so I would love some advice on that um, unless you you haven't really shot people your 4x5 have you Rach? Not so much no um, 
when I uh, did a my wet plate uh, workshop with John Brewer, um, he talked about making sure that you've got somebody. Uh, because obviously we were shooting with wet plate and we were shooting inside, this was sort of necessary anyway, but having them um, rest their head against like a cup against the wall so that you've kind of got some sort of physical thing that it's almost holding the person in place because they obviously don't want to drop the cup. I mean, it was like just a little plastic cup, but the idea is that, you know, when you've got something like that, um, there within that space, then they're much less likely to move their head forward or back or to the side or what have you because they'll be able to actually feel it moving as well. So that could mm-hmm. could help. Um, obviously, if you're that close to a background, the 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 other thing you've got to think about a shadow, of course. So you know, is, is there such a thing as a large format rangefinder? Yeah, absolutely. Um, quite a lot of cameras like things like the speed graphic and things like that the cameras that were the press cameras um use rangefinders so yeah that absolutely is thing and you can get um uh what's the word i'm looking for um hot shoe (laughs) (laughs) measuring tapes you can get awesome you can get measuring but you can get hot shoe rangefinders as well um so yeah that absolutely is a thing that's a very good point actually i hadn't thought about that um, or, yeah. or just a piece of string of a known length that you can like, you know, attack the blue tack to the nose of your portrait subject. <laughs> <laughs> that might spoil the picture somewhat, though. <laughs> Every one of my pictures has got something with some blue tack. Well, uh, fair, fair, fair point. Fair point. <laughs> yes, yes. But I, I don't know because uh, this. It, I, I mean, clearly, clearly, this is a uh, you know, the, there's a there's a, a a learning and technique thing here, isn't there? As well as as well as mm. a as a sort of tips and tricks kind of thing but i just wonder yeah there there are there are definitely known solutions for focusing with yeah without using the film plane as a as a as a point of focus be interesting to see Mm. yeah what people suggest whether it's just just be quick (laughs) you know maybe it's part of you know the speed and and smooth you know how smoothly you can kind of create that that process so they don't have time to move um as well yeah you know, yeah what about what about a large mm. format slr has anybody ever built one of those <laughs> uh yeah yeah you can get large format slrs um so when i was out i, I think i'm right in saying this somebody will definitely correct me if i'm wrong but when i was out with uh nasa last summer he had oh god what was it called again it was some it was some big weird box thing but essentially i think that's how it worked i think you were looking down through a mirror onto a thing and so yeah i think it was a large format single lens reflex um because you, you you fold it and the mirror came up out of the way and you took the shot um so yeah that is a thing it's it's a massive box <laughs> the mirror in it <laughs> not, yeah. not, it was yeah um but yeah that was totally a thing yeah um so yeah, that's. But I don't have one of those. So. Maybe they so. just never caught on. <laughs> I can I can see why they looked a little inconvenient. I can imagine it might be a little inconvenient with a mirror five by four inches. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, sorry, just c- complete, completely uninformed questions there. Just it's like in other formats, these things, the, these issues were solved a long time ago. Hmm. You know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm just fascinated because I, mean, I think the rangefinder makes a lot of sense. Um, but I wonder where the range. I, I don't know. I think for people who are doing it regularly, 
I get the impression that they're probably using the ground glass to focus and I, maybe it's just a matter of easy, as you said of being quick and so once you've got focus you can quickly move through the steps go dun, 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 picture taken whereas at the moment if i rush yeah that's when you're going to end up with mistakes I'll, isn't it yeah because yeah. yeah that's when you pull the, the um, film holder out without putting the dark slide <laughs> back in or something equally clever as like that so um yeah you you have to or i have to take my time and just think yeah. each step through but um, but yeah, there must be ways. There must be ways of making it easier. Because I wanted to, before I managed to bully Will into um, sitting for a picture, I was going to do a self-portrait, um, but I couldn't find my super long... Um, Cable release. Uh, bulb yeah. release things. Yeah, <laughs> so I couldn't find that. But again, like, how do you... I, I know the way I'd started to approach it was I'd got an old tripod and put that on the bench, and I was going to kind of focus on that and try and go with... as. Uh, smaller aperture as possible to give me as much depth of field as possible you've got to try and work out where are my eyes right. in relation to my nose and that kind of thing I'm always just trying, above and yeah, to the I'm left I'm always trying right? to work that <laughs> <laughs> thanks Aid. unless you're like Peppa um, Pig and have both eyes on the same side of your face oh yeah that's true <laughs> right uh, oh, well interesting so Rich what have you been up to recently uh nothing that's <laughs> uh, not true, but I haven't actually um, been up to much photographically. Um, I have been busy making some of my uh, analog adventure kits, um, as cool. obviously quite a lot of people currently homeschooling and um, using those. Uh, so there's been orders coming in for those, which has been lovely. Um, but in terms of uh, photographically for me, uh, personally as sort of like personal projects or what have you um no i haven't um one still you know time obviously is is a is a thing um obviously all three of us are still still you know kind of like working whether that's in uh uh you know sort of like the normal sort of like full-time um way or or you know kind of trying to hold everything together still you know uh, unfortunately um just trying to be doing that really so photographically I haven't really um been up to very much um I did spend some time out in the yard though because obviously we haven't got a garden here because um some people in Liverpool do have gardens but um I live in a, a Victorian terrace so they they have like a little yard out the back um so enough space for the dog to go and uh, lie down outside and enjoy herself there um but it's not really sort of usually a, a good um, gardeny space and there's no like grass and that anything like that but I decided that it was time to do a bit of a tidy up so over this weekend at least I that's what I've done really that's the most uh, main thing I've done and it was just so nice it was so lovely to just be outside in the sunshine um in, in my like you know uh two meter square um little little sort of like space um, just sort of like tidying up and clearing up and doing a bit of repossing and that kind of thing. So actually that's been my my creative therapy this weekend has been, yeah, just working with, with some plants and things, which has been cool. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, if that's if that's our news, then we best best get on to emails, had we, Graham? Because there's been some emails. Yes. 
Yeah, because we um, took an Easter holiday from backing paper last night. Uh, I say last night, we recorded this on Monday, <laughs> so that's why it's last night for us. So yeah, we took an Easter holiday from backing paper, partly because it was Easter holiday, and partly because we only had a couple of emails. So I thought, let's save them for this. So uh, let me find this. Hey, do you never get to read emails? Do you want to read this first one from the wonderful Simon Forster of the Classic Lenses and Large Format Photography Podcast? Certainly. I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to. Simon says, hi, Sunbeams. I wish to kick off the nomination process for the next shoot film be nice sunny award Ooh, wow okay that that's early um but commendable uh let's uh, let's let's see what he what he's got to say um not content with making film cameras selling camera designs for a dollar being funny as well as informative my nominee is helping to save lives in a big way Despite being trolled online, Ethan Moses and a team of Uber nerds have designed a functional ventilator from scratch using easily accessible parts as well as components that can be 3D printed. Well, wow. So, uh, well, last time we spoke to Ethan, he was in the beginnings of this, wasn't he? Mm. So for those those listeners that don't know or haven't uh, haven't heard any of our conversations with Ethan, Ethan is the brains and and the well and the doing (laughs) as well uh, behind all things camera dactyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so he is he is a, a, a man with a, a whole wealth of knowledge and experience in 3D printing uh, cameras and other things. And he had turned his uh, his talents to uh, last I heard creating a valve uh, for yeah. ventilators. It's It's um, got a lot further than that now at this point. It's been brilliant actually watching how all of these sort of steps are coming together and and uh, as i think obviously simon's mentioned he's he's sort of collaborating with people across the globe which has just been fabulous to see how you know he's creating one part they're creating something else and they're having calls between them and and is sort of sending designs across and somebody else somewhere in a different continent is like printing it it's just been brilliant to sort of see so, it happen i don't know sounds amazing which, i know absolutely wonderful i didn't know who'd been being trolled though that's Awful. No, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard anything about that. But but, um, but uh, let's let's focus on the positives. Yes. Simon goes on to say the design mm. is about to be handed over to the Brazilian Army for evaluation and testing. Ow. The project yes, the project is completely open source and has contributors from around the world. The machine is being looked at very seriously by several nations that need low cost and effective ventilators to fight COVID. 19. I chatted to Ethan on Saturday and he looks like shit. <laughs> He's put almost everything on hold, including sleep. So there you go. Vote Ethan. Yours in lenses, Simon. Wow. Go Ethan indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah he, I mean, he is, he is a prodigious talent, isn't he, Ethan? He, he really knows his stuff. And, uh, uh, and yes, last I spoke to him, um, I think, Graham, it was you and I, was it? uh yeah i think so it, it was, was a while ago, ago but yes, yes and, uh, and then he, he had some youtube videos out about mm. um having made some uh some of these ventilators uh sort of uh, uh, valves for ventilators which are, i watched his youtube videos clearly as as rach you said yeah it's clearly gone a, a lot further yeah. what an amazing what an amazing project Absolutely what an amazing brilliant. project big big shout out to everybody that's involved in that that, that that's you know crucially important uh, uh contributions yeah, I don't know whether there's um, because obviously this is a very collaborative thing. I don't know whether there's any particular way people can support it um, beyond just, I guess, supporting the people who are working on it. Um, obviously, Ethan 
is selling stuff on his website and he's out there doing stuff so just if you know people who are involved with this just support them in the way that they ask yeah. to be supported by their stuff and and give them um positive yeah, encouragement uh, that always helps you can find ethan on instagram and on facebook and things and as i said he'd be under camera dactyl uh, i'm sure that they'll you know um, there's a lot of his youtube uh, videos and bits and pieces out there as well so have a little search so if it's not something you've heard about or come across before um i'm sure you'd find it interesting to see how it's um the necessity is the mother of invent- invention is it is that is that the right phrase but yeah, I mm, think he, yes. he's done such a wonderful job in taking that um, idea and, and um, collectively um, and collaboratively helping helping to further that, which is just amazing. Yeah, astonishing stuff, astonishing stuff. Mm. All right, well, how do we follow that email then, Graham? <laughs> uh, I think we follow it by making it a, a rate. Oh. You can read the next one from Ed Worthington. Oh, absolutely. Um, lovely, Ed. Um, he says, does anyone know what day it is anymore? I think that's probably a no. <laughs> Generally, um, Ed says, "Hey, sunbeams. Since I've been working from home and my job is grinding to a slow halt at the moment, that's the question I found myself asking myself the other day. I can't go out and shoot any new photographs. Uh, well, I can, but socially distant and within a very small localized area. And try as I might, there's only so many images of the same lamppost I can take." <laughs> uh, um, I was due to be going on another of my solo trips to Italy at the exactly the same moment everything started shutting down. Um, as I could no longer travel and I have a weird amount of time on my hands, I thought, why don't I start going through my archive of images made on last trips instead? This is a little bit like you, Aid, isn't it? Excellent. Yeah, it is. Um, then another thought hit me. Why don't I talk about these images and put the result online somewhere? So... In this very roundabout way, I'm letting you guys know and anyone else who may be interested that I've set up a new YouTube channel where that's pretty much all that I'm going to do. The budget is minimal. The quality is even less so. And if my topic (laughs) doesn't send people to sleep, then I'm sure my voice will. But maybe someone out there uh, really wants to hear what I have to say, right? Anyway, if anybody wants to check it out, then search for The Six Million P Man on YouTube. I suggest doing it through the YouTube search rather than Google, unless you really want to watch old episodes of The Six Million Dollar Man instead. (laughs) Uh, Touch and go. (laughs) Um, Actually, who doesn't want to watch reruns of The Six Million Dollar Man? We've all got spare time on our hands, haven't we? Um, Anyway, hope you're all well and keeping safe. All the best from Ed Worthington, The Six Million P-Man. There we go. That sounds like a fantastic thing to be doing, Ed. And yeah, lovely um, to know. Um, again, it's been brilliant to see how many people are are being creative with um, the time that that some people are finding that they now have that they didn't before. Everybody's in a very different situation um, with with you know, and, and it's affecting us all in a, a huge variety of different ways. Um, some people are finding it, you know, suddenly they're having to be teachers as well as working full-time some people are going how do I make sure that I keep my mental health uh, you know sort of like healthy um when I'm isolated and I have a lot of time that I'm not used to having you know people who are having to adjust to working from home who are not used to so Ed's obviously taken this um 
this situation and decided to create YouTube as well instead. So that, that's, that's lovely, pretty cool. Lovely way. That's of doing pretty it. cool. Yeah. I I uh, I am I'm, I'm one of the ones that that just doesn't have a moment. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm you know fortunate enough to still be working. Mm. Um, but we've got two working parents and two children at home at the moment. Mm. Um, it's all it's not so bad last week because it was the school holidays. Uh, but we're really trying to gear up for when they, when they go back to school and and trying to keep up with the curriculum they get set, which is going to, oof, yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be tough. But uh, I I do enjoy um, I I'm uh, you know, uh, envious in a, in a in a really one dimensional way because as you say everybody has different circumstances. But I but in a very one dimensional way I'm envious of people who have time to put into uh, the these new projects. I mean you. Know, uh, that, that that's not to, to say that I'm not aware that yeah everybody's situation is multi-dimensional and and maybe they don't have maybe they have time for for for, for challenging reasons but uh, it is um it is good to see people turning to you know creative endeavors mm. and and uh, uh, you know in, in these times um yeah hmm yeah I'm um I'm having to make my own sandwiches because <laughs> I just can't pop into the cop and get sandwiches from there anymore. Uh, although, to be fair, quite frequently she makes them for me, but it's not the same. Um, so, yeah, it's challenging times for all of us. It really is at the moment. Um, well, we have so, so such everyone. a lot of sympathy for you having to make your own sandwiches, Greg. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, hey? Um, that's, that's awesome, Ed. Thank you very much for, for writing in and being one of our emailers as well this week. Yeah. Can you believe it, so, guys? Show you know, 198. Uh, yes, good point. Good point. Um, uh, let's have a special stay in show for show 200. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about this because obviously, you know, we show 100, we managed to make something quite special. Um, and show 200 is coming. Uh, and I'm going to put this out to you guys. I'm I'm going to put a vote <laughs> in for saying we go from show 199 to show 201. And at some point in the future, we come back to show two hundred like when the world yeah. is a when the world is a place where we can be together. I think show two hundred needs to be a show when we can all be together, hopefully with other people as well. But um, I, I think show two hundred might have to wait. <laughs> so maybe, we yeah. might just maybe skip we it. actually do that one as a physical we meet in person show. You know, because because it's the opposite of what we're able to do right now. So that might be quite lovely. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. Aid, exactly. what about you? Can uh, I think that sounds very sensible actually. Um yeah, I I, I yeah, which uh, I was looking forward to doing our live podcast at the photo I show know. of course, well, exactly. but uh, yeah. it's um you know uh strutting around on stage in front of our adoring crowd with our t-shirts um, that we still haven't got <laughs> oh okay right i know yeah <laughs> i definitely will get on it's the post office is uh a do you know what? i need t-shirts um, at the moment because i have a wardrobe full of work shirts that i wear five days a week except that i don't anymore <laughs> so i only had enough t-shirts to get me through about three days a week and i'm at home seven days a week <laughs> Isn't it just pajamas all day now? Is that not the official uniform of lockdown? Uh, well, we do a lot of video calls in our work, so uh, definitely oh. bottom half is fine. <laughs> Top half requires some actual clothing, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can I tell you guys about something cool I got in the post? Actually, this was last week. I meant to talk about it on the backing paper last week, and then forgot because I'm an idiot. So I want to make sure I remember this time. Something good um, in the post. Uh, especially once I found where Sinead had hidden it from me. <laughs> we should check him for and chocolates. This is. 
Uh, oh god, yes. I think she probably was actually. This where Ben fell down. She did, he did not include chocolate. Um, Ben uh, Ben Reynolds from Hips Hoot film uh, noted Al <laughs> interpreter. Be, uh, ben uh, Mills. No, Al in. Ben Mills. Also, Ben Mills. God, so many hips who film yet. Um, has sent me volume two of uh, the zine he uh, organises and puts together. Uh, four stops. I believe he sent you the first volume of this, Rach. Uh, for which one? Four stops. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't have yeah. it to hand. So you've seen I'm the afraid, first. Um, to compare and contrast. Uh, that's unfortunate because I was going to be asking you questions oh, about it. Okay. Um, on page four. <laughs> no, I'm oh. joking. <laughs> <laughs> you be mean. You be the meanie. Uh, um, so, but you, you at least know what the concept of the four stops volume, uh, four stop zine is. Um, aid you don't. So, what this is, this is uh, a zine that features the work of four different photographers in four very different places all around the world. So, the contributors to this one are uh, Ben Mills, uh, as Rach mentioned, from uh, the UK, um, Joe Abrascato, who is out in the USA. Uh, Laura Kogan, Coogan, uh, yep, uh, who's in Iceland, uh, and Luke Hep in Cambodia. I mean, I don't know whether all of these people lived there or whether they were taking pictures whilst travelling there, but either way, that's where the photos are from. And so, what you've got is this lovely zine um, where you've got uh, drastically, you've got um, it, the theme is uh, rural and uh, landscape. Um, but obviously the the difference in landscape and rural life between Iceland and Cambodia is um, both subtle and massive at times. Uh, and it's colour and black and white. It's just a really mm. lovely zine um, showing that... I think what I really... I mean, I'm looking at a, a double spread now and I'm guessing that on the one side is a picture from Iceland um, of a lane leading up into some grassy hills and this little out-of-the-way little cottage there, little squat cottage. And then on the opposite facing page is this colour image of a wooden, rickety wooden causeway leading through some, um, I don't know what, some water plants growing either side in great thickets uh, and some straw-thatched... Um, uh, thatch, not thatch roof, uh, straw hut affairs going on there. It's such a huge contrast in terms of what's there, but structurally very mm. similar. Um, and yeah, it's it's, it's just concept, a really lovely, lovely concept. Yeah, it's fantastic. I really like it. Um, yeah, it's really nice, really nice book. Very, very well put together. <clears throat> Is there um, somewhere that people can go and, and see it and buy it? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I think so. So the, the I think probably your best bet is to follow Ben, who, uh, as we keep saying, is Hip Shoot Film at Hip Shoot Film on um, both Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. Um, and uh, yeah, hit him up. I, I think he's still got some copies for sale. I'm not sure. I think he's been selling all of his stuff here. <laughs> I haven't seen a tweet earlier. I think he's selling cameras and all sorts of stuff at the moment. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a lovely scene and uh, a great concept and it's I look forward to seeing what the next one is because I just think this idea of um, getting four people from disparate corners of the world sharing images and putting them together in a really beautiful zine is um, a really nice idea it's very simple um, and it's very well done and yeah that was a real treat so thank you very much Ben uh, Ben Mills as I said <laughs> sorry Ben um, listen you know <laughs> too many Bens well just the appropriate yeah. amount of Bens um, but you know, stop digging. Um, so yeah, that, that was 
<laughs> I'll never stop digging. I'm a gardener. <laughs> digging is what I do. Um, so yeah, that was what I got in the post this week. Uh, as opposed to what I didn't send out in the post, which is your t-shirts. <laughs> so, you know, swings and roundabouts, isn't it? <laughs> Zines and t-shirts, in fact. Zines and t-shirts, indeed, indeed. Um, I've got a quick question for both of you guys before we wrap up. Uh, I mean, I know that you're super busy, both of you. Um have you got this is just an in general thing you know, i know we i know none of us are in a position to be taking on big projects or anything like that at the moment but um you've you've clearly been inspired eh, to get on and get your photo album sorted out is there anything that you've kind of got on your uh, i want to get that sorted next or some, anything you've got planned um you said you've been getting like lights set up to do home studio stuff so you can chat to um family has this inspired you to maybe think well um, you know whilst these lights are faffing around here I might do some shoots and stuff at home anything like that upcoming uh, i i lots and lots of stuff going through my head um i i have to admit i i have used the 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 lockdown as an excuse to buy stuff um, <laughs> uh, the, so so this this is it this is in part serious but in part absolutely frivolous and i'll happily be you know hauled over the coals for it but um you know my my work at home setup is 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 set up on the basis that i work from home maybe once a week at most often only once a fortnight and when you come and sit in an environment and that uh, for five days a week um it, all the little compromises and shortcomings actually really start they to niggle up, you they? Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. they really they really add up and it's just things that normally i wouldn't think twice of because it's just oh i'm only here a day a week or whatever it does it doesn't matter so um i am currently looking forward to the delivery of <laughs> um some things called magic arms <laughs> What are they? <laughs> Which are great. Well, have you seen Inspector Gadget? <laughs> they like Captain Dan's magic legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. You know, like, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> you got new legs, Lieutenant Dan. Is that um, Forrest Gump? No, it is Forrest Gump. Okay, Gold. good. Yes. 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 Pop culture um, reference I got. Excellent. So, uh, <laughs> well done. Uh, so, the, uh, no, it's, uh, Magic Arm is a is a, a, a it's a an articulated metal bar basically that you can pull into a different uh, and it has a ball head on each end uh, and you can articulate it into very many different ways of course if you imagine two ball uh, you know, two two ball heads one on each end and a, and a bend in the middle of the metal arm and then with with just a twist of one thing you can tighten them all up into position mm-hmm. and so those are going to help me sort some stuff out so um having to set the kids up with with um uh, video conferencing mm-hmm. so at their at their desks in their rooms they're lucky they have a desk each in 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 their rooms um but they're now they're getting um things like lessons with granny uh on on video um i've had to figure out a way of getting a bit better light into their space for them because they're, they're spending more time there and it's got to be picked up by you know the camera on a dodgy old ipad uh and um you know getting and had to buy a uh a, a I don't know what you'd call it. Not not an iPad stand, but one of these things that's sort of like a clamp that will clamp a, a, a small iPad, but then also has a quarter twenty thread on the bottom of it so that you can mount it on stuff. Um, so there's a few bits and bobs of this kind of stuff that I, I'm buying. Um, I have bought another light um, because I had to lend my good light from my desk, which is my uh, Yongnuo light wand. Uh, I had, to, had to, to make that available to the children for doing this stuff. Um, and so I bought another one of those. That's on its way. <laughs> what else is on its way? Um, I, I have tried not to buy stuff. 
I'm not you, sure. And, and failed. Like no, no, I bought, I bought a, um, uh, a monitor arm to clamp to my desk. You know you get these monitor arms that you either clamp on the bottom, like you get with the Sounds microphone. Sounds like you're just clamping arm. everything. You possibly can. It is, it is, that is something that I have, I have noticed that we didn't have enough <laughs> clamps in the house um, or arms. Um, and so I, I have ordered some clamps and some arms and some things to mount stuff on. Um, uh, all, all in the name, really, of just the fact that uh, we've got had to set up new working spaces. So today I was moving bookcases to create some space to put another desk near mine because the kids, when they're doing their work, they need uh, they, they they need to be near a, a grown up. So yes, they have desks in their rooms, but they'll just go and play. <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> so uh, I've made you know move some spaces around to the stuff around today to create a space to put a, a little folding table near my desk so that we can I can help the kids work. And of course they'll they'll need some clamps and some arms and some lights and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I haven't spent a massive fortune. Um, the, the, these things that I'm buying are, are mostly very cheap. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, there's a, there's a bit of that. There's a, there's a bit of that. Um, I, I don't know whether that counts as a project, Graham. It's, it's certainly not particularly creative. It's more you know out of necessity rather than anything. But well, it sounds like you're going to have lots of potential tools for being very creative in the future. Though. Well, have you have you seen these things? Um, uh, uh, I I know we've been talking about avoiding social media, but there there's more than one photographer um, who has who has decided that during lockdown they are going to do portrait sessions over FaceTime or some other video mm, yes. capability. And there's some really quite creative stuff because, of course, the the subjects are in their own homes, and it's it must be must be very strange. It must be like looking at uh, looking for a, a photo uh, background or a photo set or scene um, down the wrong end of a telescope. Actually, because... it's interesting. Sorry, Aid, go on. No, no, just, just, and I think there's some, there's some really interesting stuff coming out on the internet about photographers who are directing photo shoots down a FaceTime link and taking, of course, taking, taking the shot with, with, with essentially the client's camera, which is, so, so there's a whole copyright thing there, I'm sure as well, but, but, but the creativity of it all um, mm. is, is quite, quite something. You know, um, uh, M released an article about that being done with wet plate. Oh, I didn't see that. I'll have to go look that up. Yeah, uh, it's um, Steve. Oh gosh, I've forgotten his surname. Um, the fantastic wet plate artist who um, shot the plates of Greta Thunberg. Um, oh right, okay. Yes, uh, Steve. Oh gosh, I can't remember his surname. Sorry, it's totally gone out of my head. Um, I believe it was. I believe it was him in collaboration with. Um, a couple of other people and they did this uh, as you were just talking about um photo shoot um you know remotely uh, on the other side of the world or what have you <clears throat> um, so, so do you pour the chemical into the phone then do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll have to check out the article let me see if i can find it and i'll put it into the chat if i can <laughs> so yeah how cool is that yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, no, that, that I'll, I'll have a look at that. I am, I am, uh, yes, I, I'm, I've seen lots of inspiring stuff, but that doesn't mean that I've been inspired to do anything about it, sadly, yet. But maybe that time will come. Um, it's, uh, I, I got, I got a little bit there this four day weekend that we've just had. Um, but there's still too many practical things to do, sadly. But hey ho. Hey, uh, I have, I've just clicked on it. Sorry, it was taking just a couple of seconds. Okay, it says, 
Um, the immersive article is uh, a world first question mark creating a traditional wet plate portrait over the internet from four thousand miles away. There we go. Um, oh, sorry, it's not Steve. It's um, Shane Balkovich. Bitch. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, along with doo -doo 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 -doo, Morgan Barber. Um, okay, so there have been some great examples of innovation in portraiture over the past few weeks, but none of them come close to that of polymath. Uh, Morgan Barber. Morgan reached out to wet plate photographer Shane Balkovich, um, whom you may remember as a photographer behind Greta Thunberg's Standing Rock Plates, and the unique idea of taking a wet plate portrait over the internet at a distance of some 4,000 miles. There we go. So, yeah, spoke to uh, he's spoken to Shane in the article, and there we go. I can see a wet plate silhouette almost. Um, of presumably Morgan. I haven't actually had a chance to read the full article, as you may be able to tell. Um, but yeah, check that out. So uh, if you just search for um, wet plate portrait on Emulsive and Shane, you'll probably it'll probably come up. And Morgan, yeah. Cool. There we go. Cool. Hmm. There we go. Inspiration for us all. I did try um, the beginning of last week. I did try. I think. Kind of, uh, imagine that but like much more poorly executed and attempted um the idea of using again ronald to take a screenshot to take a picture of the screen on my phone um but yeah it was it, the whole thing was a disaster trying to do it in my shed my shed is not big enough for that kind of nonsense. <laughs> what lens have you got because <laughs> i couldn't get behind it's 180 <laughs> mil so it's um yeah and i could oh boy it was just the whole thing and it wasn't going very well um but you know Hey, listen, I tried. <laughs> you tried, tried, but that's the important. And failed. Well, talking of your shed, that's that's kind of, and, and your question, uh, Graham, about what what have you got sort of like planned and what have you. Um, because obviously, I've, as I mentioned, I've been out pottering in the yard and, and kind of like getting getting things sort of a bit clearer in my mind and, and what have you. Um, I have been out with the measuring tape and trying to work out if and where I can put a shed. So I can have a dark shed like yourself Ooh. and like John Whitmore. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't, don't you have a dark room in your house, though, Rach? Uh, I, do, I do have a room that I use as my dark room, yes. Um, but there's a possibility I might need it at some point. <laughs> so oh, I wanted okay. um, a, a space that I'd be able to get access to, to running water if I needed to, you know, because um, outside we already have the tap. Um, so that's always useful. And uh, and good to have like a separate space that means that when I run workshops and things, people can just go into the dark room itself, if you like, rather than having to come through the house. And, and uh, ah, yeah, well. yeah, oh, good, yeah, yeah, good stuff, yeah. Mm. So yeah, so that was my that's my thinking, and uh, yeah, so I've been out with the measuring tape and trying to work out how I might make that work <laughs> without losing every, you know, the whole of the backyard basically. So uh, yeah, so that's that's just a a thought, an idea on the horizon that I might look at. There we go. Mm, interesting stuff. Well, we'll fo follow follow that one with, 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 with as it comes along. Then. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like it could be a, a medium term project. Oh yes, it's it's yeah, more of a medium to longer term. Yeah, then it's not going to happen this week. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, Graham, how about you? Um, the the only thing, so uh, obviously I'll be. Well, I say obviously, and presumably, maybe I'll be doing my um, 
whatever the thing is called that I do with Paul on yes. Thursday. So that's something to look forward to. Um, last week, we were joined by Michael Rasso from the FPP. Uh, he's fantastic. Such a such an awesome dude, Michael. Oh, it was so um, interesting. So if you haven't watched that yet. It really yet. was. Because you can watch it on Catch Up, can't you? Um, if you go to the Analog yeah. Wonderland YouTube channel, um, you can see your past exploits, I suppose you would call them. Yes. Um, it, it was absolutely brilliant. I loved you know, hearing from Mike, he was he was such a, a lovely chap and um, so knowledgeable. And it was lovely having some of the other co-hosts in the chat as well, because obviously you can um, yeah. be messaging live if you're watching it live. Um, 8, 8 p.m., mm-hmm. isn't it? 8 till 9 p.m. on a Thursday um, that, you, that you're doing that. Um, I said I, after the, after the uh, stream, I uh, obviously I, I turned around and said to Adam, I was like, oh, they were talking to Mike. I'd be way too starstruck. I was most impressed that you made <laughs> it through, um, Graham, and, uh, and, di- and did a fantastic job. So well done you. Yeah, I mostly get my trap <laughs> shut, which is definitely the best policy. Um, but no, that was great. The other thing that I'm thinking of doing this week, what I say thinking of doing, this is, this is something I've been thinking of for a while. Maybe it's something we can kind of do as a kind of mini assignment or something but you know i've got my um sheet of negs here to develop and it's been in my mind um this sort of thought of getting better at, at taking pictures and um and thinking about what we're doing and i thought what i need to do and it doesn't have to be with newly developed pictures i can go back and look at old scanned in pictures whatever it may be but actually look at a 24 or a 36 exposure collection of pictures from one roll of film and go through them one by one and look at them and go what worked and what didn't work and why you know and try and see if i can figure out by doing this a few times am i making certain choices or certain mistakes over and over again because if i look at it and go okay well on this roll there are 10 pictures that I don't like or that didn't work well because um, I put it, you know, I used it in portrait rather than landscape or vice versa, or, or I um, horribly underexposed, or uh, basically to look for things that because we you know we all talk about this thing of oh well when you shoot a roll of thirty six exposures you get maybe one or two keepers like well that's bonkers why <laughs> we shouldn't be doing that um, I shouldn't be doing that at this point certainly but I am so I want to go through it look at a roll of film and just figure out what I'm doing that I like and what I'm doing that I don't like and make a note of it so that when I next shoot a roll, I can try and do the things that I don't like less frequently. Or <laughs> it's actually not a really good idea. idea. That, that sounds like really good discipline and a really good learning thing. Yeah, I think it could be useful. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, that's a thing in my mm. mind to do at some point, just sort of sit down and actually look. And maybe it's something I'll do. Maybe it might be a thing to do with somebody else, to get, you know, get another pair of eyes and go, OK, let's look at this. And, you know, because we all know as we go through our scanned pictures, which ones work and which ones don't. But that tends to be as far as the thought process goes. Oh, I like this one. I don't like that one. And I just think, actually, if I sat down and went, well, why don't I? Because I, I I know for a fact that a lot of it's probably, well, I took that picture because pff, I wanted to press the shutter button because I was bored or something like that. You know, there's a certain amount of that going on. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my plan. So I might try and get around to that this week. Or I say, well, maybe it's something we can look at doing doing as a, a, a family event. We can figure out some way of doing it together, looking at our mm. stuff. So I don't know. Um, 
but yeah, that was just a thought I had. I mean, I it does it does assume the fact that we can we can find a whole roll of film somewhere. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say Rose, it assumes the fact that there's ever any pictures on my rolls of film that I oh. don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, would they would they need to have been shot on the same camera and things like that? Because I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, the way I was, yeah, no, definitely the way that I, because I think it, as with everything that we've been talking about, trying to make it something mm. achievable, um, I think by breaking it down to looking at an individual role at a time, I'm just going, okay, I'm just going to go through this role, look at each picture. It doesn't have to be a slow process. You can look at it and go, okay, do I like it? Yes, no. If yes, why? If no, why? And just kind of make the briefest mm. of notes. Uh, you know, like a couple of words on each one, get to the end of the role and just kind of look, okay, are there any patterns within this? And then just occasionally do it on another one. And it doesn't have to be new ones. Like I said, you can look back from ones from earlier mm. in the year or five years ago or whatever and go, actually, am I, am I still making the same mistakes that I was making five years ago? Because if I am, boy. But also, I wouldn't be at all surprised because if I'm not stopping to realise what those mistakes are, why would I stop making them? Yeah, um, I mean, well, that's so, a, a good yeah. point, isn't it? You know, we, de- we don't always have time to reflect on it. We're just sort of quite often so busy doing the thing that we, we don't really stop to critique it or to reflect or look at it or compare it with other work, you know? Um, and over, over a period of time, yeah, you well, can find that things that your style's obviously changing as well. And it's like how much of it's down to technical proficiency and how much of it, you know, as in, you know, your your muscle memory, if you like, gets better, perhaps the more that you use that particular mm. camera or that particular setup um, versus your style changing as well and your view of the world changing. Yeah, yeah. And, and Alex, I, I do think we're all a bit guilty of... Um, you know, we pick out the ones that we like and we think about those and we move forward with those and either we share them or we print them or whatever we do and we just, we forget. We mentally toss mm. the other ones um, without, and as, as, like, speaking just purely personally, as they definitely make up, let's let's say, two-thirds of the pictures that I take, um, that's quite a lot. To just mentally toss him <laughs> without a second thought. Well, I look, I, I, let's, I, I look forward to hearing some stats. If we can figure a way to do it visually, great. But if not, let's get some stats. Mm. Let's figure. I'm imagining you know with a tally sheet, yeah, you know, where the categories <laughs> are, you know, tree out of top of head, um, you know, hor- horrendously <laughs> yes, underexposed, exactly. uh, you know, um, that that sort, yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah. That 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 so click, click, you know uh, clearly didn't think about the background of this one you know uh, that that mm. sort of thing you know or uh, or one of yeah. my favourites which I do a lot is you know a landscape with no foreground you know have mm. I, yeah how many if I go out and shoot some landscapes how many do I come back with that have no foreground you know you, you could you could definitely uh, de- definitely uh, talk stats on that one. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a good idea. Well, I said I think maybe when we maybe we need to do what one of our well, I suppose one hour is probably not going to. Maybe if we organise beforehand, we might be able to get quite a bit done in like a one hour assignment thing. We could all go off, look at things, and spend one hour trying to blitz through, say three three scanned rolls worth of film, and just like come back with some stats. Maybe mm. we can look at that. That might yeah. be a plan. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably us done for this week, is it then, Graham? Any 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 parish notices? 
<laughs> oh, okay. Now, there was something that popped into my head earlier and then it's popped straight back out again. I mean, I suppose, uh, and if I keep talking, maybe it'll come back to me. Um, <laughs> Is that as a mentioned thing? Before, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I keep trying and it never works. Um, we'll be doing our YouTube thing on thursday uh, john whitmore is continuing to do his um tales from the dark room uh, i can't remember what it's called but you know he does his on thursday morning and sunday afternoon that's, that's right, right isn't yes. it, um and we mentioned earlier that uh um ed from uh, the six million p man is doing stuff so there's loads of stuff going on at the moment i think people are making more stuff whether it's on youtube or podcasts or um whatever it might be uh, because people have got the time to do it now so it's a great chance to go and see people you like doing so that and fun um, stuff. Uh, meredith had done had created just a set of like four beautiful photos of um the local woods that she went to today um, and yeah they, it was just a really nice moment I saw it on Twitter and uh, she'd, she'd made, I don't know whether they were analog or, or digital um, shots that she'd taken um, black and white images of the trees and things and it was just lovely to see them um, just something uh, yeah it was it was a nice little moment because I've really missed that I really miss getting out getting into nature get into you know sort of like the the bigger parks or you know what have you so it was lovely to sort of see um how she'd been able to capture that and and sort of like just share that really so um yeah lots of there is a lot of fantastic creativity on online and on social media when when you are on there as well and um just to mention our discord channel that's obviously still going that matthew set up for us uh, Graham, do you have the details for where people can find that? Or can you add them to the show notes again? Uh, let's say, uh, well, the best place to go to be sure of finding them is go to the Sunny 16 podcast Instagram profile page. You don't need to have an account to go to the profile page and you will find a link there to the Discord chat. It's super easy to use Discord. You can just download the app on your phone and then follow the link up from um, the Instagram page and that will just get you on there. Uh, and yeah, it's a great place. Lots of fun chats going on there. Um, I will try and remember to put the link in the show notes, but um, <laughs> try and remember is very much <laughs> the <laughs> sentence. There's a whole host of different kind of um, topics, area, topic areas as um, general, there's live photo walks. Uh, I think somebody was, um, apologies, I'm not entirely sure who it was um, doing it, but uh, was doing like a live um, film processing, that kind of thing. There's uh, different formats of film threads. There's show us your pets. I uploaded a photo of us, obviously, uh, to that, um, as in you guys are my pets. Um, uh, there's show us your dark room there's some film stash there's photo books and scenes there's advice there's critique areas printing scanning uh, general talk bags there's a there's a talk on bags aid just so you know like that yeah, yeah. like that uh, cameras lenses and other gaming chat there's even gaming chat and biscuit biscuit and cake discussion there you go <laughs> so something for everyone I think we, is fair to say cool all right well, there we go then. Did you remember um, your parish notice? <laughs> no, I tried no, so I didn't. hard. <laughs> to give it's all right. It's not like anybody's yeah, going sorry. anywhere, so you can deliver. <laughs> <laughs> you can deliver it later. You say ne next week if you remember it by next week. You can deliver it later. Okay. So, well, there we go yeah. then. Um, so, well, we have been the Sunny Sixteen podcast. Uh, we'll play you out now with thank you, baked potato. <laughs>
<laughs> actually do you know what? if i thought we could get away with that um uh i i probably would to be honest because it's that good a song um and it is for a good cause um but i don't know i have not researched the the copyright around it whether we're allowed to spread it around or not although i do know that it's being it, it the, the money if you buy a copy of it it does go to uh, a charity which i think is called feed nhs but i'm not entirely sure um anyway uh we will play you out of course uh with rachel's band rocker uh, you can get their album promises i should have kept on on the internet mm-hmm. uh, you can get it at amazon itunes Bandcamp, spotify possibly some other places as well yeah all of the above, um, all of the above. excellent thank you rachel i always n- n- never know whether i get that list right or <laughs> not so it's good to have some positive confirmation <laughs> thank you it helps no helps a lot <laughs> Um, as ever it's been an honour and a privilege to talk with you all we'll be back next week goodbye goodbye bye